Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. This smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's the Almost Famous Podcast. We are back for another episode breakdown. Ashley, you have bad storms your way. So if we lose you due to the storms, your electricity goes out. I'm on my own. Are you ready to be on your own? I'm ready to be on my own, but I don't want to be on my own. I like having I I don't think my electricity is going out. Okay. I'd rather have you here. Uh, Ashley. Uh, it's time to jump into it. A episode that garnered a lot of conversation online. Um, we're here to talk about it, break it down. In the past, Ashley, we have been criticized, sometimes pushed aside because of our critique of Zach. And um, the critiques on my end have been, hey, I don't think he's a bad dude. I don't. 
Um, I don't think, I think he's a bad bachelor. I think it was an odd choice. Um, and there's been moments this well season put. where I feel like uh, I don't know necessarily what he his intentions are when it comes to why he gets rid of some women and why he keeps some women around and why he kisses them in the midst of a really intentional conversation. Those are all critiques that I give every bachelor. Some of the best yeah. to some of the worst. I will say in this episode, we'll get to it. Uh, for the first time, I will actually be critical of Zach. I want to give you that uh, note at for the beginning. For the first time? Well, like actually critical like, oh, of God. him saying, hey, I don't think, uh, I, I would say this is the first episode where I'd say he, his bachelor-ness uh, is, it was not uh, uh, on display well. Um, yeah. I don't, I still don't think he's a bad bachelor and I still don't think he's a bad dude. I actually think he is a, a really good bachelor. I think he's really there for the right reasons. I think he wants to find love, but two episodes in a row now, Ashley, and again, we'll break it down later in the episode. He has gotten, um, he has responded oddly to, um, the feelings, the confusion and the emotions of the contestants. And I have some reasons why I'm on the contestant side here. Uh, and we'll get to those here later on. But let's start uh, with the beginning of the episode. All right, let's do it. All right, so they're in this place that I want to call Andalasia. Or um, what's the Princess Diaries? Um, I've never watched Princess Diaries. Princess of Genovia. Oh. What? Yeah, I know. Jessica, says this, this, Jessica and I just got into this last week. <laughs> really? Yeah. What's the odds? Well, I don't know, but she, we were w wanting to watch a movie, and she's like, isn't it a night that you're in the mood to watch Princess Diaries? And I was like, well, no, and I've never seen it, and then I don't know when I'm going to be in the mood to watch a Princess Diaries, but she says it's top five favorite movies for her of all time. Oh, wow. That's so sweet of you to to maybe consider watching oh. one of her top five favorite movies of all time one day. I will one day. It's okay. Jared's the exact same way with a walk to remember. Like, he won't do it. I think he saw it once when he was like in eighth or ninth grade, and he will never watch it with me. But anyway, it's like Andalasia or like Genovia, this place. Uh, I've heard of it before. Where are we? What is it? Estonia. Mm -hmm. Estonia. It looks beautiful. It really does look like some yeah. fantasy, like Disney World. It really does. Um, Gorgeous. It, feel, it looks like a perfect place to find love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I love that. The, the, it, actually, there's so many parts of the show now that being on it, um, and then watching it as a fan, uh, I just kind of like dismiss or like, I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous. You know, when they yell at Zach's name, you yell. know, at the same that's, place that's or whatever. That's the most cringy thing ever. But the, this is a perfect place to find love still hits my heart. It still makes me, it still feels <laughs> genuine to me. <laughs> all right. Well, it's not a good place for Greer to find love because of all people, she's the one that's caught COVID possibly from Zach they say she's under the weather, but later in the episode, they confirmed that she had COVID and she was like quarantining the entire time. So like Greer, who was definitely on the chopping block this week, kind of gets to sail through. Not that she's participating at all. She's 100% not in this episode. Uh, but isn't it ironic that the person that he probably would have eliminated, that he, he feels like he could have eliminated last week is the one that gets COVID from him, even though like they, I don't think they've been physical at all. Yeah. You know, there's, yes, I, I do. I do think that's, interesting i also think it's interesting now that what uh like what is the formula or process to somebody going home after having covid because with logan 
He just disappears. I know. He's gone. Yeah. Like he gets he COVID. And it's last like, week sorry, on man, a podcast. bad luck. Um, yeah. Bad luck. But then Greer gets COVID and she sticks around, which whose decision is that ultimately? Is that the lead's decision? Is that the show's decision? Do we really know? I don't know. I think it's changed since Logan, but also I think that Greer has been like more of somebody to consider in this process than Logan ever was to either of those girls. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So let's go. Let's. Oh my gosh. So first, of course, we get the one-on-one date card. It's for charity, which is no surprise since charity's date Mm -hmm. last week was canceled. We're all happy. She's got it. But before Zach could pick her up, he um, gets pulled aside by Kat, who just is like, oh, I'm going to go like take a little steal for a second. Like, want to have a little private moment. Mm. And this is a huge part of this episode, yeah. which I think is a little bit extra. Um, she definitely... Extra why? Extra on what I end? think it's. I think it's extra on Brooklyn's end. So it ends up being drama between Kat and Brooklyn mm-hmm. primarily. A little bit with charity, but primarily between Brooklyn and Kat. And Kat and, and man, was Brooklyn revved up by this move. She thought it was so rude to pull him aside to sneak in alone time before somebody else's one-on-one. Mm. Now, look, is it ideal? No. Is it a little bit rude? Sure. Are there any, aren't there supposed to be no rules? Doesn't every lead usually praise the person who steals them aside and is aggressive to get alone time with them? It almost always seems to go over well, especially in my opinion. I don't know. I was going to say with a male lead, but now I think about the girls too. I feel like most, I feel like most leads appreciate when somebody takes a little bit of a extra step to see them. And that's what Kat does. And again, is it perfect timing? No. But should it be as big of a deal as Brooklyn makes it seem? I don't think so. I think Brooklyn is acting out of a lot of jealousy here. I think she sees Kat as a major threat and she wants to bring her down some way. That's my take. What's yours? Well, it's nice to be pursued no matter what. You know, you're the lead. You often feel, t- uh, feel. I mean, from my experience, like you're on your on your own island, right? You're staying separated from everybody else. You typically don't have a lot of friends around you. Um, You don't know exactly how the women are feeling in the house, especially the ones that you're very interested in. So it does feel good to be pursued, especially by those that you really like. And so I think there's one note here where um, if it was somebody that he wasn't that into, I think he maybe would have responded differently. Okay, but there's also like nobody that he's not into now, which is kind of crazy. I definitely thought in this episode, Allie, who does get eliminated at the end, was the weakest link. And then Jess as well. Those were the two like obvious eliminations in my head. But what I'm really finding intriguing about this season is that he is so into these girls. And I feel like everybody has a chance. And I think the front runners are changing week by week. Anyway, okay, Ben, continue. Sorry. I I am, uh, and, and I could be wrong in this, I'm just typically uh, in these situations that it's like very gray. There's not a right and wrong. There's not a procedure to, hey, was Kat supposed to do this or not? Was it uh, inappropriate? We don't really know. Nobody, you know, we'll all have our own opinions on it. It was in poor taste. I'll say it's in poor taste. I would, I would say I always fall back on the lead's response. And so if Zach didn't want this happening, right? He, he, this is a process, and this is I'll get to this later. But the one thing I, I want Zach, 
um, as a fan of the show, uh, as uh, you know, as somebody that's watching it, to understand is this is a process for all involved. Yes, he is the lead of the process, but this is everybody's experience and everybody's uh, adventure together. And he has to help cultivate that and care for that. And so with this, yes, this is a process for him and Kat. Zach, if he wasn't into it, needed to say, hey, this is inappropriate this time. I like you a lot. I'm very into this relationship, but I have a date coming up and it just feels weird to be doing this right before my date. If he doesn't have a problem with it, him as the lead goes with it. And then nobody can really get upset with anybody but Zach because the girls are just trying to figure out the best way to get his attention. Like it. Yep. And if he doesn't want that attention or if he feels like that's not fair to the process in general as the lead, then he has to step up and say something. But the only person here to get upset about is Zach. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting take on that. And I agree with you. Brooklyn gets feisty too. It's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, did you really have to do that? That was kind of rude. Like she wants to fight her with words. Yeah. That never goes she over got aggressive. Well. That never Kat goes well. called her out with being aggressive. And it's like, okay, if somebody's going to have an issue with the um, moment, like let it be Charity, who's going to be going on the one-on-one. Sure. Let her be the one that's offended. Not you so desperately. Anyway, we'll get back to the situation later. I think that there's like there's not a lot of drama going on this season, which I think we like. We like that there's no petty drama, mm-hmm. and this they're definitely going to like use this as a, a drama point. Which I, I didn't mind it was because it truly felt like that Brooklyn was irked. Anyway, okay, like I said, let's move on. Charity and him have a very nice one on one. They, there's not like a lot to mention on it, you know, they go in a horse-drawn carriage, they play this game about like wife carrying, which is apparently, apparently a very popular sport in Estonia. (laughs) Do you believe that? Wife carrying? Yeah. Um, If you Google it, like, no, I don't know if, (laughs) I feel like saying it's a popular sport is uh, overblown. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think it's probably done, but I'm sure it's done in a few places in the U.S. It doesn't make it a popular sport. Um, <laughs> but you yeah, keep going. It's an interesting date. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do they do around town? Uh, I don't hate it. Can I just say that, though? Like, I know that the, the whole The carrying concept- or just like the little like carriage around town? I think carriage around town is a nice type of date. Yeah, I think the carriage around town. The carrying is is weird, right? It's a risk. It's... It's different, but what I don't hate about it is I'm just glad the show is finding new dates, like yeah, new things. So outside of if carrying your wife around is a sport or not, or if it is a super weird concept or not, um, I'm just glad the show is looking for new creative dates that are like that we can talk about here on the podcast and be interested in and at least have an opinion on because half the dates it feels like nowadays are repeats. And we don't even focus on them anymore because they're repeat. So mm-hmm. just happy mm-hmm. that something new is happening. I completely agree. And I really do like these touristy dates. Where they're like kind of tourists doing the things that the people there do, which I guess that's not like new. I guess they always try to incorporate the culture in the date. But I like the way that they're like touring around town together, like he did with Gabby last week in London. Uh, then they go and they take shots of something. Mm-hmm. They think it's alcohol, but there's like a ton. There It is alcohol, but there's like a ton of pepper in it. And those like the kind of like fun experiences together when you like get grossed out together or, you know, you take shots. Like it's kind of more of like a, a normal date, right? 
Yeah, it you is take a normal shots date. on dates. Do you take shots? Did you take shots on dates? I would hundred percent take a shot yeah. on a date, like uh, especially something new and interesting. I mean, I'm not just going to sit on my first date with somebody and rip like six tequila shots and be like, "Hey, you down yeah, to like yeah. hang out?" Yeah. Um, but something new, drinking a new experience together, it helps loosen it up. It gives you something to talk about. So yes, this feels like a very normal, um, fun, healthy kind of first date, if you will. Yeah. Yep, bonding experience. Mm -hmm. So then they sit down to dinner and they talk about how Charity really like probably had an emotionally abusive relationship in her past, uh, her last relationship. Um, She says it's like she feels like shameful about it and regretful, but it's made her who she is today. She said she was was really just stuck in a, a vicious cycle of manipulation and the relationship had some infidelity many times with somebody that she knew obviously it was just like a really horrible situation to be here um be in um but now with with zach you know she's feeling good and she's glad that she was able to get through that conversation and she felt comforted by him and you know gives her the rose feels very strong with charity with charity Mm -hmm. you know um all I can say is that, like, it's another one to kind of add to the coat. I don't want to call girls a collection, but like the bunch of people that I feel like would be safe for weeks. But then you realize that he's got to limit it, limit it down to the top four hometowns by next week. So whoever leaves next week, I think is going to be they're going to be shocked as a contestant, and we're going to be shocked as an audience. That's what we want though, right? I mean, this is this oh, is yeah. our ideal season right now where there is so many people that we know. You know, this will be the first season in a while, Ashley, that I bet I could name five contestants from like six months after the show's done. I could be like, oh yeah, you remember Kat and Brooklyn and Charity and Ariel and all of these people from this season because the contestant group is very strong and I think the connections are very strong. And this is what we want. We've kind of missed this. Like, I mean, if you remember maybe two seasons ago, we were like, I don't know if there's anybody here that we could see them with, which is a very mm-hmm. odd place to sit in as you get down to hometowns. This season, I'm going, oh, I see a lot of people I could see him with. Yeah, that's so true. Like, think about these girls, these top, I don't even know what number we're at, like eight. Let's just call it eight right now without me counting. But like all top eight would seemingly be like big paradise gets. Mm, interesting thought. Yes. Yeah, big paradise gets and very um, sought after paradise gets. Like I'm yeah, saying like I mean. yeah. when they get to the beach, I think people are going to be like, yes, Zach's season had a incredible contestant group. Yeah, I agree. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 
There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/slash. Famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash famous. Okay, so the, the, the group date, mm-hmm. they go to a witch's, a witch's thing. Mm-hmm. Ben, I feel like you weren't going to like this date. I'm not really sure you're a witch fan. Um, witches intrigue me. I, I actually, actually... Um, I'm I'm intrigued by witches for for wild reasons, right? I think a lot of times there um there's a misconception, right? And then, you know, the history of witches, like what makes somebody a witch and what doesn't and false accusations of this. The whole history of people being witches has just intrigued me with the stories especially when it crosses with religion. And so I've more I'm not like a not a witch fan. No, okay, because I thought it was like a religious thing that you'd be like not a witch fan. Oh no, I mean, I, I you know, okay. for as for as uh, much uh, as a a Christian I am, or however you want to explain that, I, you know, my fundamental side is not existing, and so I'm more just intrigued with the history of and trying to understand their culture and where they came from. So no, I'm I'm intrigued. Um, 
I mean, so be- the ma- like dark magics in general, like just uh, I don't understand it. I've never been around it. And so I'm more uh, of an outsider just interested. Are you cool with like good witches though? Like Glenda? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm cool. I'm cool with. I'm cool with them. You're, you're cool with the witches. Yeah, I'm cool with the witches. <laughs> okay, well, do you believe in love spells? Because I can't. I can't deny. My sister and I may have. I wouldn't say conducted love spells, but something of the sort. I've sat on a balcony and yeah. meditated about someone while like a red candle was burning, or I've taken what we was called a love bath which is like you put red petals in the bath and then you think about the person deeply. Oh my goodness. I mean, there's so much about this that like I want to ask that's you. Not, but that's would... not like witchy stuff, right? That's like the power of your mind. <laughs> sure. You you know, uh, I mean, I guess it is, you know, you go into, is it, is it, med- like, what is meditation? What is prayer? What is contemplation? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, prayer yeah. in, in a lot of ways for me has always been about meditating and contemplating on um the good and the bad and the the dreams and the hopes and and where god i feel like is calling me to so for me as a christian like prayer has looked a lot of different ways it isn't just me getting on my hands and knees crossing my hands and praying god thank you for today no it's like a lot of it is meditation and i think a lot of that is like a calling of the heart and getting your mind to a place where you know well helping your mind understand what your heart is feeling that's fair that's not weird that happens in every faith tradition just mm-hmm. people call it different things. Uh, I, you know, me personally, and uh, maybe I'll be convinced of this one day. Maybe I never will. I, I am not um, necessarily somebody that would invest any money into getting um, uh, my uh, cards read or um, right. getting a spell put over me, believing that that is doing something. Um, that is something that I, you know, I do think there is a spiritual world and I do think there's that stuff going on. I just wouldn't do it because one, it would, you know, I've read too much about that stuff. And then two, I just have never, I'm good with my prayer to Jesus. Now that's not that everybody has to do that. So no, I am not a fan of spells. I don't believe in spells, but that's just my own personal thing. So you don't believe that Zach and these girls are falling more in love over looking at each other through a flame candle? No, I do not. Um, and if they well, are, that is their that's their their tasks this week. That's really the most um, shown spell because, of course, the the, the candle that blows out in the midst of this gaze oh, is yeah. the candle between Jess and Zach. And we just know going to this group date that Jess is feeling very insecure about the fact that she hasn't had a one on one. Which at this point, I feel ya. I was oh. what week are we at? Are we at week six? We're getting pretty far I think far this was along. my week. I think this was my week that I got eliminated. Okay. So then this is the time where you look around the room. Yes. Okay. This is week six. Um, you look around the room and you're like, okay, so it's me and that other person and we're the only ones that haven't had one-on-one. So I kind of feel demoralized right now because I'm obviously at the bottom of this guy's barrel. Um, so yeah, you just feel insecure about being around all these other girls that obviously have an upper hand of you. And that like applies to everything in life that like applies to gym class right that was a classic Being example picked last but, like yeah you yeah. don't want to be i mean you don't want to be picked last i know there's listeners out there who probably uh, have a different faith or belief system than i do here's something i a question i want to ask you and, and listeners you've been really good at dming and uh, twitter messaging 
um, on some questions recently. What is the difference here? And this is a, a question I'm curious about. I don't know anything about this. What is the difference here between looking into a candle and having things spoken over you and having like your, your kind of like mind like in this certain place? What's the difference between like that, like a spell or whatever you want to call it, and hypnosis? Like, how do I know that I'm not being like hypnotized or I'm going to use this word, but it's not the right word, but it feels like the only word I can come up with, like manipulated to fall more in love given, you know, this environment. Because the mind is easy to tweak. Like hypnosis is a very real thing. I've seen people hypnotized. Um, how do I know that I'm not being just hypnotized to fall in love with all these people? Or that Zach I don't is? know, but one, one time I played a game with Jared and it said, this game will make somebody fall in love with you. And now we're married. <laughs> When does that, when I'm does not, the spell like leave then? Like, when does it kick off? Is it just a, <laughs> is it a forever spell? I don't know. But if you look it up on Google, you look up like the 20 questions to make someone fall in love with you. And they're just increasingly vulnerable, up. like intimate questions. You and the more you reveal up. yourself. You, yeah, I yeah. guarantee you Googled it right before you had your first date with Jared. What are 20 oh. things I could say to make him fall in love with me? I remember this date this so vividly because I'd like to pretend like it was our first date in real life, even though I totally manipulated it on him. <laughs> we like had an event. He had an extra day in LA. I was like, hey, do you want to go to dinner in a movie? And, you know, like he thought just as friends. Duh. Yeah. I was like, yeah, well, I took him to the most romantic restaurant. <laughs> oh, there you go. Ash. Anyway. Okay. Um, so this is where we need to sit though, because this is yeah. a moment with Jess and Zach um, that I was kind of alluding to at the beginning, right? Jess and Zach. Candle blows out. She has concerns yeah. about not getting the first date or a one-on-one date. But she already knows she's not getting a one-on-one, but she's, you know, so she's feeling real stupid on this group date as the only girl who's never had a one-on-one. And at this point, Ashley, you had mentioned that you were in this similar situation. Can you just describe the feelings that you're experiencing uh, as you sit around the room and you go, I'm the only person that hasn't gotten time with Zach. He either is not interested in me or he's saving a very special date for me one day, but that day hasn't happened yet. And I'm starting to get, and I'll let you fill in the blanks. Oh, okay. Well, you feel obviously behind mm-hmm. and then you feel like, oh, are all the, the conversations that are happening on this group date so much more in depth than what I'm going to have? Yeah. Because we're still like surfacey. And then we get to what Jess talks about on the group date, which was something that I definitely felt. Because the little times that you have with the lead leading up to this point are like 15 minutes one-on-one tops, right? Yeah. So she probably got like 15 minutes during the daytime portion of the day alone with him. And that's like kind of like fun, right? Then the nighttime portion is when you're supposed to be a little bit more intimate and vulnerable and talk a little bit more about your life. But that's still only like 15 minutes. So you're supposed to be like flirty and like flirty and like fun, but also connect at the same time all within 15 minutes. And you're just like, okay, I'm having a hard time doing this. It makes me... The pressure is so on you to make like the best 15 minute impression. And you feel like there's certain things that you're just not going to bring up because one, it'll take too long. It'll feel weird if it's interrupted. And then it'll just feel like (sighs) out of place. Just in general, 
everything feels like it's kind of like out of place when you have a 15 minute conversation that can be interrupted at any time. Um, so what she was saying was like, she was kind of like waiting for that one-on-one to let herself out and for him to see the real her, which I can so relate to. Cause I don't think that I was ever like totally myself. And it's so silly to refer back to like eight years ago and Chris souls and stuff. But like, that's how it was. Like, I just felt like every little moment I had was like, Oh, okay. I'll try to be. Flirty, it was like always like trying to be like flirty and fun and like never really like getting into anything deeper. And that's why she was like, I just need a one-on-one. I just wanted a one-on-one and it's really sad that I haven't had one because I don't think you've like gotten to know who I am at this point. And then he makes it seem like she's she's too focused on having a one-on-one. Like why would she feel like she needed a one-on-one so bad? It's very, a very bizarre unfolding. Yeah. So here's where my critique was at the beginning. And people will still probably get upset that I'm too harsh on Zach. And I'm okay with that because I really am confident. Um, one, I've been there. And and Zach, again, I want to preface this with saying, I don't think Zach is a bad bachelor. And I don't think he's a bad dude. I think he is handling it. And it goes back to our point a few weeks ago. I think he's handling these tough con like confrontations um, in a very like kind of harsh, ununderstanding, non-understanding way. And yeah, here's, that's here, kind of makes me nervous. Here's my point to this. I remember on my time on The Bachelorette, and I've never said this publicly, and I just thought about it last night as I was reviewing everything and thinking through my thoughts and and why maybe I felt a little irked or why I was like, hey, this doesn't seem fair or right. I've never publicly said this. I always actually felt weird in this environment. On the Bachelorette, as a lead, it was a little different. Um, but on the Bachelor, I always felt very uncomfortable for a few reasons. One, it's a weird world. You're with a bunch of like really cool people, very attractive people. You always feel like you're competing for this one thing that you barely see, and that you hope one day works out for you. You never know what to bring up, right? Like you just don't know what to talk about. You don't know what to talk about because it is a it's a high pressure environment. The second piece, and this is the thing I've never shared, I always felt just very like silly about speaking, sharing my thoughts on the experience. Because when they would have you into the like, do you really want a rose tonight? I would just feel personally really weird about being like, oh my gosh, that rose would mean so much to me. I just felt weird yeah. about a rose being such a focus in my life. I never, I never in my <laughs> life wanted a rose so that bad. I understand that. Oh my gosh, I haven't thought about that for a while. Just being in that interview room before a before rose ceremony how much does this rose mean to you tonight it means so much to me it just doesn't it never felt comfortable to me so i was a lot more comfortable sitting with caitlin at the time and talking about our lives and her life and what she was dreaming of and what this experience was and and but at some point she's had these same conversations that i'm asking her the same questions of with multiple different people and so i just felt uncomfortable um, and, a, and that uncomfortability led to some insecurity and that insecurity led to some doubts and confusion. And then there would be moments where I was like, no, this is a really fun, good thing that I'm experiencing here and I want to stick around. I just don't know how to express it to Caitlin fairly. And I always will say this, what Caitlin Bristow did, uh, and I haven't been on any other bachelorette season, so I don't know, but I would say she did it as well as anybody could, is she never made those insecurities or my confusion or my like laughter at the thought that I was wanting a rose so bad ever 
like something that was my problem. She, she always made me feel comfortable expressing these concerns and these doubts and these things in my head. Um, she would laugh with me. She would joke with me. So this brings me to Zach. We've had multiple women now express things that, yes, maybe he feels are silly, but in their world, they're a big deal. And instead of sitting with them and hearing them out and saying, okay, why is it so frustrating to you that you haven't gotten a one-on-one yet? Well, because I feel like I want more time with you and I feel like you really need to get to know me outside of these group dates. Well, that makes sense. Like, I don't know if I know you yet. Tell me more about this. He's just pretty much like in his own head saying, I don't get it. This is, this is something I don't understand. And there's a disconnect now. And, and I just, I think he's making, I mean, we saw it with Greer, like trying to bring up a simple thing about trying to compare work with this experience. It's weird. You're not always going to have the right things to say. And as a lead, it's everybody's process together. And the whole point of, I think being a lead is to help people through the process so that you can get to know somebody. And I think Zach's just shutting these down so quickly that to me, it's frustrating. That's my biggest beef right now. Again, don't think he's a bad bachelor. Don't think he's a bad person. I just wish he would lean in a little bit to understanding where the women are coming from more than just being like, yeah, you, you aren't seeing it the way I do. And so I don't get it. Yeah. He's like super intolerant to difference. And that kind of makes me not feel it. good. Yeah. Right. And I want to just say you saying that made me think about group dates and such and being in Jess's shoes when you are on a group, your group date, group, group, group date, you are one, like if you're not a totally extroverted person, like I had to compete and it feels weird to say again now with like a Caitlin mm. who is super extroverted, so funny, just like the life of the party on a group date where it's like, why would he even like look at me when this girl is like lighting up the room? So you have to compete with personalities like that. So when you're like an introvert, when you're, I guess, what am, what am I? I'm an extroverted introvert. I, even though I'm, I'm usually comfortable in like a group setting, I like it to be a little bit smaller. Like if it's a table of four, I like, I like to talk. If it's a table of six or seven, I'm going to probably sit back a little bit more. So on these group dates, I'd find myself sitting back more, which again makes you feel shy and feeling shy can often make you feel insecure. And then the other part of group dates is the conversations that you usually have don't really go to the real world you. It taught you end up talking about like your bachelor you and like how you're feeling in the group and how the travel's been and like are you getting along with everyone and this has been fun and it's just like all that surfacey stuff. So th- those are just two reasons why being on a group date you're not letting your real self shine. So I just totally totally feel the insecurity that Jess is feeling right now. And her expressing that to Zach and him being so confused by it and non-receptive. I just know that she is probably basking in the fact that the internet is really supporting her today. Definitely. Well, yeah. And I mean, at the time, um, either he's just not that into her, which would have, he could have communicated a lot better, but he's not shown any signs of that yet. That wasn't the case at all. Uh, he was like, "That was that's was an option. Like, I'm, Either he's not that yeah. into her. Was well, he lying when he said I'm very confident in this and like I'm always no. th- I'm thinking I think about you often? And I think he's just responding in a way that doesn't feel like he's trying to relate with it. And we can maybe end the thought here. But I wonder, Ashley, for you, um, and you know, for me, I could speak from my experience. 
But Jess has lacked any sort of intimacy for weeks now, right? Like she has had no intimacy. She might've had some intimacy from her friends, like some close connections, some good relationships, some nice conversations. But when it comes to, you know, the reason she's there, she has not had any intimacy with Zach. We might see them kissing a few times, but to be honest, group dates are like an assembly line of dating. You're, yeah. the, the lead is sitting in some room and there's somebody talking to him. And then the next person comes in and sits down with him. And then the next person comes in. It's an assembly line. Like there is no intimacy on group dates. It is almost impossible to feel any sort of connection to anybody when it is literally an assembly line of dating, never knowing when that next person is going to want to walk around the corner and steal you for a second. And so a lot of this for her is, you know, coming, I would imagine, and I want to ask you from your experience, from a lack of intimacy, which leads to confusion about where they're at in their relationship. So what's the question? You think it's from a lack of intimacy? So like they don't know each other enough to like navigate this argument? Well, she doesn't know. She doesn't know where he stands. He can say he's confident in it. He can give her all the signs. But what she's really asking for in that one-on-one is, Zach, are you in this or not? Like, are you are you interested in me enough to have an intimate moment with me, to sit down with me one-on-one, to be in the same room as me for for multiple hours of the day, or are you not into it? And I should just get out of here because at this point, I think she's wondering why she has felt no intimacy for weeks now. And she's wondering, does Zach just not want any of that with her? That is exactly what she's wondering. Sure. But he is giving her like this weird confidence to like that she shouldn't be feeling that. Like they sit down and he's literally like, just why would you feel behind? Why would you feel insecure right now? Um, And he's like, I feel he literally says verbatim. I have this confidence in us and then in what is tv just seconds later two minutes max he literally goes i feel there's a disconnect Mm. and i don't feel any more sure about this and i feel nervous and i'm like wait a second how did you go from her walking in the room i have confidence in us to to be honest i feel there's a disconnect and one in which I cannot get over. Wait, what? That's what's worrisome about Zach is that like he just all of a sudden like can really feel somebody. One conversation can make him like, I'm over it. We saw it with Rachel mm-hmm. in the fantasy suite. We Good don't pull. know what happened. We don't know what happened there. Yeah, but he was like there. so into it ready to propose one night over it. Mm. One night said, woke up and was like, yeah, something happened last night where I don't get any more. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. 
Dry swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just speak to you with a powerful clean and refreshing scent clorox sentiva cleans like clorox and feels like confidence get yours now at a retail store near you want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash famous. So, again, as we mentioned two weeks ago, and people responded, you know, in their own ways too, it is now a trend that we're seeing that we want to watch play out for the rest of the season. Like, is this going to continue um, for the rest of the season? Is this just maybe who Zach is? Like, again... We're just trying to get to know him better also. Does he just get uncomfortable in confrontation? And in confrontation, he does feel like there's a disconnect because misunderstandings or somebody feeling um, hurt by how the process is going, he can't relate with. And as a result, he just would rather say, hey, this isn't going to work out. And that's how he's going to find his wife is just saying, hey, who's here? Who gets me? Who understands this? Who feels comfortable? And they're going to be here at the end. We don't know. It's, it's be like, a, wait, is he going to end up with somebody that he just is, will never have an argument with? He just, they need to be agreeable at all times. 
don't know. I, if I was one of the girls watching his conversation with Greer and now this, and just to see how quick he can flip, I'd have a red flag flying. <laughs> Possibly. We'll have to see. It's going to be a trend. Something to pay attention to. Uh, it was definitely, I felt like, the most dramatic, uh, or one of, yeah, I'd say the most dramatic, most pivotal points of this episode uh, was this kind of confrontation with Jess. And, um, I, yeah, I didn't see it coming. Just, I, I did not see, it was just... see this response being done. If somebody to me, okay, we need to close this thought, Ashley, but if somebody mm-hmm. came up to me, my wife, or when I was dating her, came to me and said, Ben, I really want to go on a date with you tonight because I just want us to get away from our house and to spend time together. And I feel like we haven't done it in a while. And I really just want to spend more time with you. That's an incredible compliment. Like, that's just a really sweet thing for somebody to say to you is I want more time with you. And I'm confused mm-hmm. on why you aren't wanting that time with me right now. It's a very common like conversation in my household is we need to go and spend more time together. We need to get out of the house away from our distractions and go and be like, okay, I understand where you're coming from. You want more time with me. That's really sweet. Let's go do that. Yeah. So bizarre. Also, I have one more final thought on this. If she didn't leave here, the who would have been eliminated at the rose ceremony? Because he has so much confidence in their relationship. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know. All right. Finally, he has a one-on-one with Ariel, which looks like it was squeezed into the week because I think she may have had her one-on-one the same day as they had the rose ceremony, uh, just like because of daytime, nighttime situation. And he said yesterday. And that makes sense because they had to like cut out a week for COVID and whatnot. That's just a small little observation of mine. Ariel is someone who has flown under the radar, but (laughs) while watching this and having him talk about Sean Lowe and like Sean Lowe, you know, said Catherine flew under the radar until like midway through. And then I was on a date with her and I was like, oh my gosh, this could be my wife. He brings up this story and I have to say, I see parallels. Mm. I'm going to make a bold thing, a bold comment. I think that he's going to end up with Ariel. At the end? Yeah. No way. Over Cat? Yeah, Still? Yeah, I don't know if Cat's going to hang around much longer because there's probably going to be some controversy. There's going to be her disagreeing with him or there's going to be some conflict surrounding her and he won't be able to deal with it and he'll eliminate her. That's just that's where I see this going. So you think he even he even previewed it. Yeah, During the uh, cocktail party, he said, like, I felt a disconnect. And we know how he deals with disconnect. So I don't even know if she's going to hang around till uh, hometowns. So do you think you would put Ariel above Charity? Yes. Wow. So Ariel goes oh, to, yeah. like, the top of the list right now. I just said, I think she might win. My goodness. That is a big deal. I know. Deal. And I think Gabby might be, too. What do you think about Number their two. date? What do you think about the 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 date that was set up for Ariel and Zach? I always find it a little odd when we are, we involve nudity on this show, mm-hmm. but at least they didn't have to get nude. Yeah. <laughs> they just had to sit in a sauna and a hot tub with uh, two an uh, an older an older couple. 
who was a little naked. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, it's going to make you uncomfortable. Uh, I know what they were trying to do with it. They're trying to be like, look at this couple. They're so in love and they're so like open with each other and open with the world and la, 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 la. Yeah. Well, for as much as the show said that like wife caring or whatever that was, was popular in Estonia. I mean, in this part of Europe, right? These are, this is a very common like health practice. It's not odd to be in a sauna with nude people. They don't see it, you know, as in the same way that we maybe do here in the States. And so, yes, I think this couple is very much in love, very connected, very open with each other. But I also just believe it is a common, a more common practice um, in those, in those places of the world than it is here in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought the date was really nice. I think they had fun. I think they had an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only real thing that stands out about conversation serious-wise is that Ariel was like, you know, a lot of times I will kind of mask this, my seriousness with humor um, just because it's like a protection. It's like a protection trait. Um, she says also at the end that she couldn't be herself in a lot of the relationships that were that she had in the past and that she's really not wanting to be alone anymore. She says she's been alone for a long time and she's tired of it. And that's what made her really emotional towards the end of the date. She says that, um, she really thinks that Zach could be her forever person. And I know this is crazy, but I think they think they could be it in the end. That's beautiful. That would be beautiful. Well, uh, that takes us then to the rose ceremony. Uh, yeah, as Ashley mentioned, not a shocker on who went home. Jess obviously has gone home. Allie is sent home. Uh, Charity already has a rose, and so does Ariel. Uh, who's the other one with the rose uh, at this point? The, there is no other one with the rose. Because no. remember at the group date, he didn't give a rose because he felt so oh, yeah. weird after the Jess Fair. elimination. Okay, so then we have the first rose goes to Gabby. Then Katie, Brooklyn, Cat, and Allie is sent home. Uh, that takes us into next week. Ashley, like every episode uh, we do, I ask you, who is your top three in order from your favorite to, I don't know, three, who still is a favorite. Uh, Ashley, top three. Okay, my top three is Ariel winning, Gabby being number two, and Katie being number three. Okay, I go, I go charity now. Cat as who? Uh, number one. You think he's gonna marry charity, or he's gonna get engaged to charity? I think at this point, um, I I would not say that I think that they're gonna get engaged. I still see Cat more of with him at the end. I think it's gonna oh, be a okay. rough and wild ride. But right now, where we sit in terms of his infatuation and who I feel like has the most momentum, I would go charity cat. And then Ariel, probably, you're right. Uh, Ariel will probably have snuck up into the top three. He's obsessed with Gabby right now, Ben. Sure. Sure. I mean, really, like we said at the beginning, um, everybody, like I could have easily put Katie into this conversation still. Yeah, I just put Katie in the conversation. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, we first, before we like wrap this up, I think we do need to talk about Brooklyn's behavior towards Kat one more time. Okay. So she's having a chat with with Charity and it's adult like, you know, she says she doesn't appreciate the fact that she inter- you know, that she took Zach away before their date. But then Brooklyn comes in the room and goes, 
Charity, are you okay? And it's like, oh my gosh, come on now, girl. I get it. I don't like the cat move either, but she is just, she's got a vendetta against her. Uh, Cat's pissed. She walks away from the situation. She's in an interview situation, kind of, kind of. She's talking to a producer in another room, and then Zach comes up, and then he pulls her aside, says that he feels like they've been off, and... And she's like, no, 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 Like, I value every moment that I have with you. It's just the group setting is really hard. I haven't had, like, you know, time alone with you in quite some time. And I just feel like this is the beginning of the end for them. Mm. That's all. Do you have anything else to say about that Brooklyn scenario? Like, do you think that I'm overdoing it? Like, I just think her jealousy is blaring. I don't know. We haven't seen it yet this season. I don't have, I, I mean, I think for the first time, I usually I would say, hey, this is definitely not going to end well, but we don't know yet how Zach will respond because we haven't really seen him respond to, I guess we did um, with like the Instagram following him respond to maybe like in-house controversy, but he might yeah. like it that Brooklyn is, you know, so like into him and so protective of him. So I, I don't have necessarily a feeling on where this ends other than the fact that typically in seasons this never ends well i know and maybe cat is doing other things that we haven't seen that are really irking the girls nobody seems to be totally on her side Mm -hmm. gabby and ariel were even like should we check on her and gabby was like it wouldn't be in the best interest of us so it doesn't seem like anybody's trying to rush to a rescue i am assuming that more has happened than just that steal but maybe we'll find out soon Okay, well, are we ready for Bachelor headlines? We sure are. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while The space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross! 
you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/slash famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health slash famous. All right. First headline of today, Caitlin Bristow. This is interesting to me. Claims bachelor footage of Zach sick in London was shot in LA. Um, Yeah, and, and Ashley, you know, read through and explain where this headline is going. But I have seen this headline. I've 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 listened to the clip. I don't know, like what we're getting at. Obviously, if he, I mean, are we saying he wasn't really sick in London? Are we saying that something happened in London where he couldn't even be there? I don't get what like the outcome is in terms of what is being said other than the fact that yes, it's juicy and it's weird that she thinks it was shot in LA and not London. Okay. She says that when they show B roll of Zach, it looks like he's not doing too bad despite the dramatic footage of him blowing his nose. She goes, he's like in his hotel room in bed, blowing his nose. And he's got a fake little cup of tea. That hotel is in LA. She goes, the proof is all in the headboard. It's the hotel that they always put up their people when we do things like final rows or women tell all, men tell all. That's where we stay, in this very specific bed that has that back. So why would producers do this? According to Caitlin, they must have had been like, oh, we need some B-roll of Zach looking sick. So then... He's back in LA. They're like, hey, can we just get you blowing your nose and like holding a teacup in the hotel room? I agree. That is definitely what happened. They were like when he was had COVID, they weren't thinking about B-roll of him being sick and needing it. Well, and they do. They need that stuff. That they would have a cameraman in the room with him. Well, they wouldn't. Yeah, that was probably why they were. And I don't even know if he would have had his phone. He wouldn't even had his phone. So what they would have had to do is like place a camera or a phone outside his room have him bring it in 
take some footage of him not feeling good. In which they could have done that, but maybe they just weren't thinking about it. Well, yeah, and what we saw in the scenes of him blowing his nose were not taken from a phone, and they were taken by a third party. So, interesting. I never thought of this. Um, I think last week when he was sick, we did say, isn't it interesting how much they still allowed him to be around people, uh, even though he was sick? And so that does this does solve that, where maybe they shot a lot of this after the fact. Do you think that they didn't want him to have a computer or a phone? And that's why they didn't do it? Because I just feel it's weird that they wouldn't like slip it under the door. Yeah, it could be. I mean, yeah, he connects the internet and reads everything about his season and reads about all exactly. the women. Exactly, and I mean, all the girls. I did that during my season. That one room in Portland had a iPad and it controlled the like temperature in the room and the TV yeah. and all that and it had internet. And so I got on the internet and I researched every single person that was on my season and, and everything that was going on and what people were saying. It, I don't know if it was good or bad, but I did it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably one yeah. of the reasons. Just interesting that Caitlin picked up on it. Um, and, and a little bit juicy. Very juicy. I love it. Next headline is this. Claire Crawley responds to Bachelor Zach claims he wasn't allowed to intervene in drama. And uh, the quote here is, you don't have to do anything the producers tell you to do. Just comes with consequences if you don't. That's kind of what we were saying a few weeks ago. Okay, so in an Entertainment Weekly video that was posted earlier this month, Zach said, when someone steals you, and I don't know if I can say all this, but I got to keep my mouth shut, let it happen as much as I can. So there are times when I want to speak up and be like, oh yeah, all right, let's go talk. But it's for the environment we're in that it has to be handled by the women. He also said, I think my face gives it away a lot, whether or not I want to be pulled or not. I'm really bad at hiding it. (laughs) He's right there. I'm really bad at hiding what I'm feeling. I'm like really so bad at it. So I kind of just let it play out. And then, okay, so that's that's one theory on it. Um, As the lead, I feel like, Ben, you are better to give a response to this before I go into what Claire's response was. Yeah, I mean... It's a balance, right? It's a balance. It's a it's it definitely is a balance. However, um kind of, you know, we are you are the lead of a season where everybody, the contestants and you are participating in this experience. We've just hammered that today. Um and part of his job is to you know, it's it's what everybody's intention is going in. My intention was I wanted everybody probably based on my own issues with wanting people to um, leave experiences with me and be like, I'm glad he was there. I wanted everybody to come on my season. And if even if they were let go, they were just happy they did it. And so that's how I, how I navigated any drama or controversy is, can we settle this? Can we come to a place of agreement? Um, because I don't want you leaving feeling like this was a bad experience for you. I think I failed with uh, Olivia during that. I don't think I did a good job at helping protect her. But for the most part, that season, I feel like the women left and were in a good place. Now, Zach went into this and his intention that we heard very clearly was he was here because he wanted to find love like that. He, Zach, wanted to find love. And so everything that he is doing um, is on that pursuit. And the you know, we've seen that with, you know, the controversy with the women. And so maybe he isn't as interested in turning into drama because he doesn't really focus as much on the experience in general. He just cares about when he's with somebody are they getting closer to deciding are they the right match for each other or not? So that may be why yeah. he stays out of it. It doesn't intrigue him. It's not a part of his pursuit. Mm-hmm. And the person that is like kind of being 
a, a little bit more produce is probably someone that he doesn't like care to really sure continue with the process, right? Yeah. So but it's Claire's like exactly uh, whatever. Right. I'll do this for a show. But we, Claire is exactly right. You when don't she have says to do in the what the producers section. tell you to do. Yeah. You do not yeah. have to do what the producers tell you to do. That's why. Um, in the past, I've always said, Hey, editing. Yes, that has been a problem for some. I won't discount that. But in general, when you blame the producers for making you do something, my response is you don't have to do it. Now it does come with consequence consequences. Maybe if you don't, but you don't know what those consequences are. If they're great or small, you just don't have to do what the producers tell you to do. That is not a thing that you have to do. Well, Claire wrote that underneath a vid that video of Zach explaining why he made the choices he did. She said, you don't have to do anything, you know, with the quotes around have to do anything the producers want you to do, but she does add just comes with consequences if you don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we saw it with Claire. She got up and left like That's- a few weeks into her season and had a whole production set waiting behind. And like, she just said, no, I'm doing this. Sorry guys. And she did it. And now it came with consequences. But we ended up getting Tasha, you know, from that. So it all worked out. All right. Final headline of today. Rachel, the former bachelorette, speaks out after Zach Shalcross references their past again on The Bachelor. I was surprised to I see Rachel uh, speak out on Zach after last week's episode because he has been kind of going around still bringing up the fantasy suite or whatever happened between the two of them in there multiple times throughout his press tour being The Bachelor. So I wasn't sure if Rachel was the biggest fan, but she did come to his defense last week when people were specifically going after him about the way that he handled the Greer conversation and said, let's all be mindful and extend a little bit of compassion and grace towards the leads of this show. I think that's a great thought. Um, but, you know, they are the lead of the show. And so we are going to talk about their decision making and how they're navigating it. Uh, that's part of watching the show as fans. But yes, when it comes to personal hits on people and claiming they're this and that and, you know, saying terrible things that make people doubt themselves not fair but yeah of course not we don't want like the actual bullying but like what we do here on the podcast which is critique the episodes and critique some of the moves Why made you watch it you know gotta do it yeah gotta we're in do these it. journeys we're in it and i am personally <laughs> ashley very excited uh for the rest of this season because as we've mentioned many times uh probably the coolest po- part about this season is there has been a lack of drama And there is a lot of connections still being formed. And there's a lot of people right now that we could see with Zach at the end. That is exciting. And it makes me very intrigued for the next few episodes. Uh, We'll be on the edge of our seat for him. Hey, Ben, I have a thought. We keep saying that we feel like a lot of these girls are in contention. Sure. Do you think that normally there are these many girls in contention? At this point, But we just don't see it. But we don't really see it because there's more drama storylines. I think yeah. So they they are giving us the connection that we've been asking for. They really have listened to the fans in that sense, and I have really been quite intrigued the past couple episodes as I continue to be confused where this is all going to go. They're listening to the fans. This feels more like a season from you know two thousand and thirteen than it does from a season of recent because drama has taken a backseat to love stories, and I think if. it, the fans that are watching it, I think they're enjoying that. I think they're into that. 
I know I am at least. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll be, uh, it'll be an interesting end of the season. Well, until next time, until next week, uh, when we break down another episode of The Bachelor, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See ya. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pamper Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.